Everybody, and welcome to episode number 122 of the Fresher and Parland Show. I am Parlands. And I am Fresher. Uh, so, you want to do yeah. the intro? You can do the intro. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, the Fresher and Parlance show. It is a lifestyle show where we talk about current events and topics that we thought were of interest through the week and anything else that anyone else wants to talk to because we're doing it live and you can chat with us on either our YouTube channel. Or tweet us at Fresh and Par, or on the Facebooks, or uh, our website, freshandparlance.com. But that has not been updated, yeah. so don't go there. Yeah, it hasn't, but I wanted to say it anyways, because someday it will when yeah. people are watching this in the future. In the future. <laughs> in the year 2020. But uh, how has uh, your week been? Well, I just had some, I just had like classic foibles here. I like dump stuff on my laptop keyboard. I honestly hope it doesn't cause my thing to go haywire. Do you think it's going to go haywire? I think it will be non-haywiring. All right. But it was classic, like checking the time, like, oh, and then dumping coffee all over yourself. (laughs) Yeah. It's like (laughs) classic dum-dum maneuver. Such a dum-dum. Hey, I'm such a (laughs) dum-dum. You think you know how there's smarties and then there's dum dums? Do you think those were deliberately created as the yin and yang of candy? Oh, those are the candies. That's true. Are they even that yin and yangy? What oh. is a dum dum? Is that the lollipop one? That's or the no? lollipop. No, dum dums oh, are the lollipops, yeah. and uh, smarties are the little sugary wafer things. Yeah. No, they're not the wafers. Smarties are like the little pill things. The wafers are uh, Necco wafers. They're like a pa- they're like a mini version of a. Of, I guess they're not pill. Would you call them a pill? Uh, they look very pill esque. They're like almost like as tall as they are wide. They're circles, though. Yeah, but like they're yeah, they're like pills. Uh, like a, think- they're like a what? What sh- would you call a um, the mint like an Altoid? Yeah, I guess I would call it like an Altoid. Yeah, because like, that's that shape. It's basically the same. A tab? For anyone would you, who didn't know about you a smart... You a tab of Altoids? Oh, a tab, yeah. That sounds like drugs. What did you... What would you I also said. What would you say? <laughs> like, what about a Tic Tac? Would you be like, yo, give me... Yeah. Um, give me a tube a of Tic Tac? Give me a Tic Tac pill. Give me a Tic Tac tube? <laughs> yeah, a tube. A cylinder? Yeah, I, don't I don't know what uh, candy counters are. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you just use the name. Like, give me five Tic Tacs. All right, this is the favorite part of the show where I like to call it putting a gun to Fresher's head. Fresher, I'm putting a gun to your head. You have to choose Dum Dum or Smarties. What do you pick? Smarties. Oh, really? I take Dum Dums. What? Dum Dums are dumb. No, dumb. Cream, cream soda Dum Dum. The cream soda? Delicious. The apple I, one? I sour apple? The cream soda one. And the mystery flavor? You ever get the mystery flavor? Maybe. I mean, as like, I think that the... um. For the lollipop things, I like Tootsie Pops better, or uh, or the um, Chupa Chews. Oh, Chupa Chews are terrible. Are they terrible? They are terrible. They have How way many... more flavors. They're like the the fancy pop things. I and I also prefer a, a blow pop over a Tootsie Roll pop. Oh, a blow pop. That's right. Yeah, blow pops because. The gum is way better than the Tootsie Roll. And I was thinking when you were first saying the opposite of Smarties, I was thinking that it was going to be a um, 
Oh, shoot, now I forgot the name. The one that's in the middle of a um, tootsie roll. A tootsie oh. roll. You think a smarty is a, the opposite of a tootsie roll? I do, but that, I'm not sure how. That is, I don't know how the dum dum is opposite either. It's a name. You're either smart or you're dumb. But the actual candies. Oh, the actual inverse relationship. Also, by that logic, you're the dumb one because you like the dumb dumb. Hey, I, I, that was the whole point. I am the dumb one. I did something dumb. Got to start the show and spill <sighs> sticky liquid all over everything. All right, smarty. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. If we, you know how they, you know, there's a, there's this book called The Amber Spyglass. It's a, it's a trilogy. I actually believe they're t- taking it into a, uh, into a uh, TV show for BBC. They made a movie with Nicole Kidman and Daniel Craig. And it's a really good novel. It's like a, a atheistic take on the Chronicles of Narnia. And, Isn't um, that like every fantasy movie? No, because it's deliberately kind of like make it's deliberately it's like deliberately persecuting kind of like Catholicism, if you will, and uh, but in an allegorical way. But it had a lot of like protests when it came out as a movie. But in the, in the movie, or I should say, in one of the universes, they have a thing called daemons, which are these little creatures that epitomize your personality, and they follow oh, you around. Cool. Yeah. So, like, the one main guy has, like, a tiger, and the other one has, like, a mischievous, like, monkey, and then the other one has, like, a little, like, I don't know, chinchilla or whatever. So, I was always wondering what would be your day da- if, if you had to have a daemon, what would it be? Mine would be an owl. Oh, come on. That's, that's my spirit animal, owls. Sp- <laughs> my spirit animal is an owl. Since when? Since when? Since when? Since forever. Since when I decided that it was. Yeah. When was the animal? When was that? When was when it was at the owl? When did you make at that decision? Seven years ago. At least seven years ago. I don't know yeah. what my spirit animal will be. It'd probably be like a like a seal, something really dumb. <laughs> probably my first uh, when I took a liking to owls was that robot owl from uh, whatever that movie was. The old one it was like claymation and stuff. Wow, you're really, you're really selling it. With Medusa. I don't know what you're talking about. You definitely know it. It's on TV like all the time. used to be. It's like about the Greek gods and stuff. I don't know anything about Greek gods. I know, but the movie. I don't know anything about movies about Greek gods. <sighs> it's the most classic movie ever, pretty much. Anyways. <laughs> Is it Clash of the Titans? <laughs> yes, probably. With the Mechanical Owl. I never saw it. Whoa. I mean, usually it's me who hasn't seen things. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Maybe it's probably Clash of the Titans, I'm pretty sure. Okay. So anyway, so we have Smarties, Dum Dums, and uh, Spirit Animals, uh, Freshers being an owl. Very quickly, mind you. That might be the fastest you've ever answered any question. That's because I already knew. That's what I'm saying. It's not like I just decided now. What kind of owl? Uh, I mean, it's a Jeremy Spear owl. Yeah, but what kind is that? I mean, that is the type of owl. Like, why oh. would it have another kind? I, I mean, that's that's what it is. I was it's thinking a maybe a barn, animal. A barn it's owl. A animal. A snow a snow owl. It could be the likes of a snow owl, but it's not a snow owl because it is my spirit animal. Well, what color is your animal? What color owl is it? Uh, I guess I was imagining like a um. Oh yeah, and I forgot the whole owl thing in uh. Harry Potter 2. I mean, that was way later, but 
that's when owls were, you know, in. <laughs> They're anyway, always in. They're not always white. in. Not white. You know, I've been birding for a really long time. And by the way, you sent me that article about looking for birds makes you feel better. And yeah. I've, I think once I saw an owl, but I don't really fully recall that. I, I was walking with my mother in Disco- um, Discovery Park here in Seattle. And I thought, I, I swear I saw an owl. But that was a long time ago, and I cannot confirm it. And it wasn't so much into birding at the time. So I still yeah. to this I never see owls ever. So I still to this day say I have never seen an owl in the wild. Just because I, I can't saw an owl at Green Lake in a tree. Uh, was it a hoot? It was a hoot. Um you know what's a hoot is uh this uh Snapchat IPO that came out today. Do you see that? Oh, that is a hoot. Are you gonna yeah. buy any? No, I'm not. Although I, they had the, 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 the snap glasses or whatever. I, I, they have them oh, today. The, the specs or whatever they call them. Yeah. Uh, I like the idea of just being able to just go snap, snap, snap with my, with my glasses. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it sounds like it's a pretty good product. I think that they might make cool things because I think that there's definitely a market for um, like simple... Like Snapchat, the whole thing was that it was simple and then they added a bunch of stuff to it. And it was like the simple content concept kind of like twitter did but i like that they're moving into just being like a camera company for like saving experiences or whatever and they can like i think that they can take their um simple idea pretty far with that so i think going into hardware and stuff could be like pretty good for them yeah it could be it could be i mean the glasses themselves they look like the ones that they, you get free at like uh you know from mountain dew at like, a, like street... a at a movie <laughs> the, yeah they look really cheap with like two giant gla- like um cameras on each side but, yeah so i don't know if it's like i don't know if i could be i don't think stylistically they work for me but i like They've the concept. a bunch of different colors ooh ooh wow yeah i know i know <laughs> Anyway, but, yeah, I think it maybe seems cool. I don't know. Like, I don't know how I feel about Snapchat. Is pretty cool. I like the idea, but I haven't like got that into using it. I do have it and like do a snap with my friends sometimes, but just not that often. But I, I don't think... really face, post on Facebook or anything that much either. Yeah, I think I should. Uh, I think I should get the Snapchat just to check it out. You should. I, I do really... like the idea a lot about um, which is besides the whole idea of sexting with like the the like short lifespan pictures. I like the idea that since it's short, you don't have to um, worry about what it's like. You just send like whatever is in the moment and you don't have to like curate it because it's just like, they're only going to see it the one time. So it doesn't really matter. So someone once said that Facebook is for beautiful, very good lifestyle shots and Snapchat is for pictures of things of shit you find on the floor. Yeah. That's that's basically exactly what I was talking saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so I like that concept of it. Yeah, I mean I don't know if I have time to look at pictures of the stuff you find on the floor. Well you don't need time because you only have like ten seconds. What does that mean? Like it you only can look at it for like ten seconds and it's gone forever. Why? That's how Snapchat works. That's dumb. Yeah, I mean, someone sends you a snap, and then you have like a amount of time to look at it, and then like when you open it, like it's gone. Like you can only open it the one time. I just don't understand why people like Snapchat. 
Yeah. I mean, the filters, man. The filters are cool. Mm. Put stuff on your face. It's fun. Mm. Well, if anyone out there who's one of our listeners really likes Snapchat, you could certainly comment on our show and tell tell me why. Convince me why I need to like Snapchat. I don't even have an... I don't think you need to. It's just, it's a thing. Yeah, lots of things are things, though. If the world, if the universe was a thing... I don't have anywhere to go with that. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> My creativity juices are, are not flowing tonight. I'm I'm ex- really? I'm like I'm totally I'm completely exhausted. And uh, we have uh, we had this week we had a thing called traffic apocalypse. I know it, it was, was cray cray. So folks who don't live in the kind of greater uh, Seattle area, we had a butane truck. That's right, a butane truck. Oh, it was butane? It was. It was butane. And uh, tip over on our major arterial highway through like the downtown corridor. And they blocked both directions, north-south, plus the, the bridge that gets you into the city for a better part of the day. So from like, a, yeah. like 10.30 a.m. to, well, it was still closed when I left work around Probably 5. like 7 or something. 5:30 and it was ridiculous cuz all the the first off people they the traffic was so blocked up that one of the taco trucks that was caught in the traffic actually opened shop on the freaking freeway I think that's pretty funny to serve customers um but then they started backing people out eventually and the arterials then so like the roads outside of the I shouldn't say the arterials the uh the side streets outside of the main arterial um all got rerouted. Everything was getting rerouted down. All of the, it was just a complete. Yeah, I mean, like on all the downtown streets. Like I was downtown also. Just I didn't go to work, but I was hanging out downtown. Spoiler alert! I know. And uh, yeah, like the cars were just like not moving. Oh, the other part of it that we forgot to mention is it was a crazy snowstorm. It was like snowing just all of a sudden out of nowhere. We got like maybe an inch with like hail. And like weird sleet snow, and it was like accumulating everywhere. So like stuff was slippery too, and like people in Seattle like can't drive in the snow, or at least they're scared to, or whatever. So like that made it even worse. Like all the downtown streets were solid, like forty minutes waiting, like just to go a block. And the like- bus and the buses couldn't make it through, so there was huge lines for buses and mass transit. Yeah. It was it, it was pretty crazy. It was pretty pretty crazy. And uh, I, I think maybe one other time when that truck flipped over on 99 the, with the salmon or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like maybe a year and a half before this one. That one might have been the only other time where I saw downtown Seattle just like absolutely implode with cars. But that's not as like important <clears throat> of a street either. It's not, but it caused a ton of rerouting and it made the whole downtown area like trafficy. So that's the uh, that that that's traffic apocalypse. That was the traffic apocalypse. Traffic apocalypse. So I don't know if you watched the Oscars on Sunday. Did you watch the Oscars? I didn't. I heard about the whole snafu though. Oh, the snafu was amazing. <laughs> was it like? How did they do it live? Like when they said it was the wrong people? Did so they just like, threw them off they, the stage or what? Yeah, they well, yeah, they got like essentially they got the hook, but it was it was. So when Warren Beatty was given the card or whatever, it was it, you could see he was reading it. And he was like, everyone thought he was like, kind of like being goofy, 
But he was yeah. like looking back in the envelope, looking at the thing, and like, and it was just like he was like looking around, like looking backstage, kind of. And like at the time, it was just like, oh, like he was trying to build suspense. But yeah. in fact, it was just like he had the wrong card. <laughs> did he know that he had the wrong card? He did know he had the wrong card, and then he showed it to, um, the oh man, I'm forgetting the girl from Chinatown, Faye Dunaway. Yeah, and he showed it to her, and just to be like, dude, like what's going on? And she just well, read, it. she just read it. Oh, yeah. Yo, I saw the clip of that. I mean, I didn't know that's exactly what was going on, but that makes more sense that, like, he was actually skeptical, and then, like... She just, she just read, read it. it. Yeah. And so what's crazy is the... Someone, you know, you know, in, like, classic movies, zoom and enhance, zoom and enhance. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, when he was on stage and the people were accepting the award, because, you know, then they... La La Land has been not has been nominated for 14 Academy Awards. This is its seventh win and ties a record for the most Academy Awards ever won in really? an Oscar. Went with all that stuff too. Yeah, they do the whole thing because all the people are coming up, and then yeah. um, as the like three accepted speeches were the two of them were substantial, and the last one was like, uh, "We didn't win." I just want to say thanks, mom. And then. <laughs> and then and then, so they knew they didn't win. No, after only after the second one because it was a guy running around on the stage, one of the produce like the producers with the headset on, like looking at cards and looking at stuff. Yeah, and they're like, and then the 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 first guy that spoke, one of the producers of La La Land, was like, um, "Guys, yeah, Moonlight, you won." No, seriously, <laughs> you won. <laughs> That's pretty good. And so then all the people had to leave the stage. And then Jimmy Kimmel came up and was like, way to go, Warren. And then, like, Warren Beatty was like, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. Like, it was just like, I had the wrong <laughs> so card. That's cool. And then, then Moonlight came on and then they did their speech. But I was watching it and it was like, it was probably one of the biggest flubs in <laughs> TV history. Like, it gets, it gets no worse than that. The biggest of the award <laughs> of the biggest award show I know. on the planet. And they got it wrong. We have and, a... We have unfiltered on the YouTube chat also. And he says, or they said, they watched it and it was the most uncomfortable thing to watch. It was. It was like, it's, it was kind of like, um, so I don't know, when you were a child and there was nudity on and you would cover your eyes like this and then crack it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of yeah. like that. It was really uncomfortable. Um, but, and, and, you know, I was at a party with some people and we were watching it and we were like, what? Like, is it a joke? What? No, what? What? Like, it was like a quad. It wasn't like a double take. It was like a quintuple take. It was like, <laughs> like, what? 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 It was like so confusing. I um, made it interesting. It did definitely make it interesting. But like I was saying, the zoom and enhance, someone shot yeah. a picture like and zoomed in and enhanced on Warren Beatty's hands as they were reading the speech, the first speech of La La Land. And yeah. you could actually see it's a best supporting actress. Yeah, that's I saw that like the yeah. shot, the enhanced shot of that. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. I mean, it's ridiculous. And it was funny. It was that um, Business Insider had did a story like two or three days before that about what happens if they say the wrong thing. Because apparently, when Marissa Tomei won best uh, best actress or best, I think it was best actress in a movie. Yeah. There was speculation that Jack Palance had read the wrong, just like had read the teleprompter and not the card. Oh, yeah. And he didn't actually win. Yeah. And so like, but they just went with it and just let her win because they didn't want to be embarrassed. In so another they, award show, you mean? Yeah, like way back in, you know, from that movie, My Cousin Vinny. Yeah. Do you, do you remember that movie? 
Uh, I think so. I mean, I don't know if I saw it, but I well, know Marissa about Tomei it. Well, played, like, uh, Vinny, the lawyer's girlfriend, and she's, yeah. like, a ditzy, kind of, like, you know, street-smart kind of wisecracker who, like, happened to know a lot about cars and comes in at the end, and, by the way, this is a spoiler alert from a movie that's 20 years old, and, like, <laughs> knows a lot about cars and says something about the tire tread or, the, like, you know, all-wheel drive or something that breaks the case so that Vinny's Ralph Macchio, the Karate Kid, who's Vinny's uh, nephew, who that's how why he's defending him. They get off yeah. because they were involved in the crime. Um, so she won, and she didn't even she wasn't even nominated for a Golden Globe. Didn't win any other awards. Got nominated here, and then won there. So everyone was like, "How is that possible?" No one cared much about her performance, and now she's just winning the Oscar. So it was always been speculation that it was that he read the wrong name and they just let it go. So, but they, they never like confirmed that. No, they did. They confirmed it. They said, no, she won, blah, blah, blah. But what else are they going to say? I know but, that's true. They definitely confirmed it. But in this case, like, they clearly got it wrong and yeah. they corrected it, like, right then, there, and on the but moment. But it's, like, the most important award, too. There's no way they're going to go back on that. So they fired those people today. Yeah, that's Un- unfiltered, also said that they were fired. Yeah. And apparently, I, what, I didn't underst- what I didn't understand in the whole thing that I, I like only red headlines. So I didn't actually read any articles about it, but about the accountant. What was this about the accountant? Well, you know, Price Waterhouse Cooper is the official accountant of the Academy Awards. Yeah, and they're the ones that do all the tabulating of the votes. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, do you really freaking need an accountant to 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 bring in the votes? But whatever they have. <laughs> I mean, so, if someone's going to do numbers, then they need to be official. I guess you pick an accountant. I guess so. But anyway, uh, they should hire me. I could definitely get the right envelope delivered. But you have no certifications. I have certif- You know what I have? Well, here, give me three numbers under 10. Just numbers all together? Yeah, three numbers under 10. Go ahead. Uh, oh, under 10. Eight, two, and seven. 17. See? Oh, that's, that's all that guy number. did. That's all that guy I did. I don't even know what the answer is, so I'm just going to take your word for it. Exactly. <laughs> And that's what these people do, probably, in the Academy. But here's what I don't know. Why do they keep two briefcases of the same stuff? Like, why do they even have duplicates of the cards? I don't get it. Just in case they oh, lost was that, them. Was that the problem? Yeah, I didn't know that that was a thing either. Yeah, so anyway, they had two briefcases, and they gave them the wrong card. And apparently they knew as soon as they gave it to him, but they didn't. I don't know why they didn't just run out and give him a different envelope. But then people would be like, oh, what's going on? I know. That would still be better. I mean, people were like, what's going on? So I guess, yeah. It's... <laughs> Uh, but you know, um, hey, but at least it made for it, it, you know the show wasn't that bad. I think Jimmy Kimmel did a pretty good job. He yeah. did a lot of he did some funny stunt stuff, um, and uh, overall, I thought it was a pretty good show. How long is it, anyways? Oh my gosh, it started I think at five thirty and ended at like nine thirty. Oh yeah, that's pretty long. <laughs> yeah. There's um, musical guests and everything too, isn't there? Well, each I think every one of the Oscar-nominated songs get performed. So there's usually well, I five. I thought it was only movies. No, but there's a sound, you know, best song in a movie. Oh, okay. So I like, didn't know that. Yeah, so like Justin Timberlake opened the show singing his song from that movie. I don't it know what movie. Four hours. Yeah. Really. So um, I didn't watch it though. All well, I they- just. I just read the headlines. A couple of the stunts were like, you know, classic Jimmy Kimmel where like actors read angry tweets. Um, oh, he so dropped, he did his bits basically. Yeah, he did a yeah, uh, candy dropped candy and some snacks dropping from the ceiling via balloon delivery. 
he then and then uh the only other stunt of note was uh they commandeered a um a tour bus of unknowing tourists yeah and said that they were going to go to a um a wax museum or something of of famous people in good in gowns or something or like a gown hollywood gown yeah thing. that sounds like something uh conan would do and then he brought them in and uh and and the one guy um i don't know his name <laughs> but he was he was a black guy he was a couple and 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 jimmy kibble he's like because you know they're going through the front row and there's all like crazy famous celebrities and stuff yeah and it's like the top of the t- if you're front row in the oscars man you're like a list <laughs> and 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 like all of the the people like the tourists are like going through the front row and the, the one guy was like the black guy was like only he's like jimmy comes like are you only taking pictures of black c- celebrities he's like yeah <laughs> it's like <laughs> it was like denzel and halle berry and it was just it was pretty awesome it was just like it was it was sort of endearing and also annoying all at the same time hard to explain so in that that, t- that sounds like tv pretty much yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> Yeah. Um, so the uh, you know I did, I meant to talk about this last week, but uh, oh, I didn't. Yeah. yeah. So I I was uh, I was playing this uh, game called Marvel Puzzle Quest. So I know we have For some a long time, like long, billions of hours, billions. I would say, and I don't. It doesn't keep track of it. And honestly, if it it probably does keep track of it in the back end analytics, and I'm certain that they do. But like, um. Unless they're completely dysfunctional, which is also completely possible. Um, <laughs> the I've played this game for over almost three years, like close to it. Like I think I was like over, I was almost like eleven hundred days because it keeps track of your days but not your hours played. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and I had been playing this for that long, and I have a, it's a bubble popping game, and I know I have some people that listen to this show that also play this game that I was in a alliance with and I gave up the game two weeks ago now cold turkey cold turkey just deleted it from my phone deleted it I didn't know that oh yeah I completely deleted it from my phone so is your account saved or does that like ruin your account no it's based off your like you know it has a Facebook data or whatever so like Oh, as long yeah. as I ever, if I ever go back in, it'll have my safe state from my Facebook account. But um, you'll be so behind. There's no catching up. Well, I <laughs> let me get into that. So um, I was a commander in my alliance. I quit without quitting my commander. They couldn't replace me. So I had to re-download the game so I could quit being a commander, leave the alliance myself <laughs> so they could replace me. Um, and then on top of that, I was also like a, like one of the, you know, originators of this um page like this uh like facebook group where everyone in the and and there's a there's a popular podcast about the game also on our network called puzzle warriors 3 it's only about the um it's only about marvel puzzle quest and uh so all of the all of the those people are in that are this group so it's like it's like 40 or 45 members strong so it's like uh, you know somewhat elite like top 100 alliance in that game which is pretty good yeah that's pretty good top 100 i mean there's like millions of people playing it there's probably a couple hundred thousand people playing it and we were in the top 100 our particular alliance um yeah so it was so the thing is is that i was committing so 
much time to this game. Like so much time to this game. Not a lot of money. Not a lot of money, but a lot of time. <laughs> and uh, so I I keep track of all the books I read like over the last three years. Yeah, you're supposed to read like 65. <laughs> that is a joke that only the hardcore of the Western <laughs> Paralyzed listeners would get. But um, so in 2014 or whatever, my I had read like a crap ton of books, like 60. I don't know, but a lot, like 40 books. <laughs> 2015, 40 books or something like that. 2016, four. <laughs> and I was like, really? what have, and I was like, what have I done? What have I done? that would have caused me not to have read any books. And then I'm like, oh, that's right. I increased my Marvel Puzzle Quest playing time incrementally because I'm now in a top 100 alliance, which requires me to play consistently and a lot over time. Because you have to, to match so much points like to stay in it, right? You, you, it's, it's, I don't want to get into the meta of the thing, but if just assume like you have an alliance of 20 people, right? Yeah. And your cumulative score of all 20 people, like they add that up and then they compare it against all the people, all the different alliances. And then, and they base give a rewards based off of that cumulative total. So to get in the top hundred, you get more points. You get like better prizes. So like you stuff. can't have someone like dragging their feet. You can't drag your feet. And by the way, they threw, they've thrown people out like left and right because they weren't yeah. meeting their quota. So instead of me just being like, I'm going to go down because one of the alliances in our group is like a little bit lower tier. Like you don't have to do it. Yeah. Like you don't have to meet all of these crazy goals, but I feel like if for me, it was just like, I'm going to play it. And if I don't, if I don't get rid of it, I'm just going to play it and it may take over again. <laughs> so needless to say, I got rid of it. And you know, the thing is, is like, I don't like, I, I missed it for a little bit and I occasionally like will go. So I, I had to mute my, my group i had to like unfollow it like i'm still in the <laughs> memory like they keep talking about special characters and like events and stuff yes exactly <laughs> like, oh, i didn't get the special character pretty much <laughs> that's pretty much what it is and like maybe two like crazy like brand new features that had been needed for the, like the last i don't know four to six months they added into the game while at like in the two weeks i quit yeah and I'm just like, and I only know this because every once in a while I'll be like, hmm. And I'll go to the page and I'll just look and see what people are talking about. And I'm like, ah! And like I could, and I could feel. Well, that, like I, that's how you know that it's like over. Is it like you missed that? What do you mean? I mean, like if you missed like the thing that was like, you could have just held on a little longer to have. It's like, you're not going to get it again. It's like you missed it. No, but the, it's like a feature that's there forever, dude. No, but like you're down, like your score is already too low to rejoin. No, I said I was, when I quit, I said I was taking a 30 day break. Well, you didn't tell him you just quit? Well, I don't know if I'm going to quit. The original goal was 30 days. Whoa. Why don't you just quit? This is what we're talking about right now, Fresher. All right. All right. I did. This is news to me, the 30 day thing, because I've seen you playing some other games on your phone and like you're just trying to fill the void, it seems like. It's true. It is true. It is true. But the the things, the other games on my phone, they're not the they're not of the addictive quality. They're just like more like I need to kill five minutes. What can I do? The other one was like, hmm, I need to I need to reach this goal, and I have approximately twelve hours to do it. And I know that this thing is going to take me six hours to do. 
So I got to get playing. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of time. Right? That's exactly. So like that, pre- like the pressure, like the feeling like I need to do that thing. Like that leaving my life is unbelievably freeing. <laughs> yeah, that's Unbelie- cool. Unbelievably freeing. However, like now that I have all this spare time, I thought it was going to become super productive and like, I don't know, build a rocket ship to go to the moon. Unfortunately, that's not the case. And I, by the way, I'm not filling it with more bubble pop. And like, I didn't pick up another game at home. I've just been yeah. catching up on things like TV shows that I hadn't watched in a forever. That yeah, I, I mean, be- that's cool. You got a bunch of that left. What about books? How about books? So I, so here's the thing. I, st- I have started reading again, but my brain is not accustomed to reading. Like, as in like the idea of reading is so foreign to me that after five pages of reading, maybe 10 pages of reading, my body completely shuts down and I fall asleep. It, right now, reading those quick fixes. Reading is ambient to me right now. <laughs> right now, if I read seven pages of books by page six and a half, I'm like completely. I could be sleep eating. I could be sleep driving. That's how like I'm like so tired. Maybe the audiobooks where you don't close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, but anyway, I do feel a little liberated. And if Leonard is listening, because I'm sure he is, because he always sends us a thing, those are my feelings on Marvel Puzzle Quest. It was a big decision to quit that game. And I know I did it abruptly, but it needed to be done abruptly. I couldn't slowly wean off of it. I had to like pull the, I had to pull the plug. I had to pull it fast. That you did the right thing. And now maybe we can dedicate more time to uh, fixing the website and like doing things for the show, doing shorts. Yeah, for sure. Be a content creator instead of a game consumer. That is true. Be a creator instead of a consumer. That's what I want to do. But the same thing where like, I don't like have that many things like games or whatever to get caught up on, but then yeah, I don't actually do that much other stuff, which is disappointing. Well, I need to I, be more productive. Every I feel like if uh, yeah, if I didn't sleep, I would be doubly as productive. I, um, but see, the thing is, you probably wouldn't, because like then all that time that you think like, oh man, sleeping like it was such a waste of time, but then you just be sitting around like watching TV shows or something that's still not productive. I'm not gonna name any names, but um, my wife knows a person who only sleeps three hours a night. Yeah. Because they feel like the amount of time. So there's all these studies that say, if you don't get enough sleep, you're going to, you take years off your life. Yeah. So their opinion is that they did, they crunched the numbers and they said that the amount of time that they keep, they stay awake and do stuff and be productive. If they were to take that and subtract it from their life, it's a wash. But it's, I feel like also there's quality of life in there. Well, look, I think it's a dumb idea personally. I don't. Think I mean, I think a- it's a good idea if like you feel okay. But I mean, if it's like, I mean, I think that what I do think about the sleep study things is if you can manage it instead of sleeping like eight hours or whatever in the night, if you sleep sporadically through the day, like take like two hour naps, like every, you know, five hours or something. Like they've done studies that that can be more effective. And then overall you sleep less and like you get more time and you feel more rested. But it's just like, that's not practical for like a regular lifestyle. Cause you have to do like nine to five or whatever. Right now it's, it's, I mean, there are those wellness rooms. You could go in there and take a nap. That's true. I mean, it could be, you could just, <clears throat> Oh, we should start a religion that does that. And then like, it could just be your, um, you know, like praying time or whatever, <laughs> you, have to, um, you know, you have to go take your religious nap 
every two hours because and like do your chanting or whatever. Yeah, you. The, yeah, you have, have to. Help. You have to sleep to the Z gods. You sleep to the Z gods, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but then you know, if enough people did it, then that would just, just we'd change, we'd change society. Or we just have to start our own country that's like specifically only that religion, and then like it goes by those rules. <laughs> a theocracy to the Z gods. Yes. Yeah. But um. So but I, yeah, I think yeah, sleeping. Yeah. Not that cool. So anyway, I, I've been I've been crashing early because of these 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 books. So um, I heard. Speaking of watching stuff, I heard you had rewatched a classic movie this weekend. I did. I rewatched um with some friends. Uh, the original Ghost in the Shell anime, which I am not super a fan of animes, like um, but have been like I've lived in Japan and like learned it growing up and everything, so it was kind of against the. I mean, I was against the grain on the whole like people are super into anime and then they like learn Japanese stuff and it's like all about anime or whatever. Not that into anime, but I really liked Ghost in the Shell because I liked all the computer stuff and the whole idea of the um. Because I was like in middle school or something, so like it was like really it wasn't like new, but they like executed it and explained it in a, like a really good way, and I was just super into that movie, and so it was really cool to, and it's just like really artistically nice, but um and kind of hard to understand, but then still like had a good message. I mean, a good, as in like a deep message kind of. But uh, so I rewatched it. Still a great movie, but if I were to watch it the first time. Now, like, it would not be that impressive because it's really slow and it does have a lot of good scenes, but like, and also I watched it in the English dubbed version. So, uh, like, for nostalgia's sake, I think that that's the only way because they have all the monitor. I've never, I don't think I've even ever watched it in with subtitles, which usually is the better way to go with foreign movies, I think. But true, true that I, you know, I've never seen it. It's, I mean, I think it's it's really good, but I also feel like it's the kind of movie where I'm not sure that if someone else would like it now because it's kind of old. Like, but it, the scenery is really cool. I feel like it'd be cool, like as a background for a music video or something. <laughs> like the stories, there's not actually that much development. And my friends brought up a good point because a lot of scenes, um, they like it'll just be the two people in frame, and it's just like a super lot of monotone. Uh, dialogue and then like it'll literally be totally still except for their moves their mouth their mouths moving so there's basically just like a comic book and that like a lot of like the things they didn't actually animate any of it but they brought up the good point where probably when they got this movie um first finance they just had like a set number of frames that they could use for the whole movie and so like there's like some super crazy action scenes that like they're like crazy good animation, but they probably used all of their frames on those animations. And then like, they're like, oh, we got to cut out a bunch of other frames like during these like long dialogues instead of like having them walk around or like moving. It's like literally just a picture with like their mouths like barely moving. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I, I don't, I kind of know the plot of the film a little bit. I listened to a podcast about the kind of whitewashing of the current movie version of it. Yeah. I just find I saw the preview today too for the new movie that's like actually explains the story a little bit more. And the, the movie, like the story is way different and it's like super not as cool. Interesting. Um my intro to uh my first anime movie that I ever watched was Akira. 
I had still never seen that. I never got through it because I think it's boring. It is boring. <laughs> it's slow. And I think that this, this movie, I think I would feel the same way about. It's super slow also, but I was just interested in the style and the universe enough because it's kind of like Blade Runner too, like the whole thing. I mean, right. I guess Akira kind of is too, but it's, Akira seems more like dirty or something. I mean, like rugged, whereas Blade Runner is too, but like in a different way. The um, I did like the, uh, what's his face? Like Princess Mononoke, Spirited Away, JoJo's Secret Castle or whatever it was called. I forget what it was called. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. What was it called? I, I don't know. You know I, the, I think I saw Princess Mononoke and I like that a lot too. That was... Like those, I like those a lot, uh, but I never really got into the anime thing either. I almost feel like those don't even count as anime, though. Like, because they're like, they were in the theater and stuff. Yeah, I think Ghost of the Shell and Akira were too. I don't think so. Not here. Not here. Well, that's, maybe maybe not mainstream, maybe some small art house theaters. That's what I mean. I mean, I don't know. That's not a real metric, but that's how, like, it, it was never released to an American audience. Like, besides, like, being on like VHS or something. <laughs> right. Um, but so you would, so if you hadn't seen it, you probably wouldn't have liked it. Not really. I mean, and, I wouldn't have not liked it, but I, and also I don't think I'd rewatch it again by myself. It was more fun. Cause they all had about the same, like hadn't seen it except for when it was like first original. So kind of had the same nostalgia about it, but like, I don't know if it's that cool for like, for if it just came out right now as is it wouldn't be that cool <laughs> yeah you know speaking of japanese culture you know what comes out tonight fresher oh man is it the the nintendo switch possibly it is a nintendo switch did you pre-order it i did not i am not interested in it you're not i think interested. that it's gonna fail personally <laughs> it's i think it's probably gonna fail too i mean i think that the wii u also super failed and i don't think this is that different and like all the, no, I think no, no, that the, no. dude, the Wii U is the most popular video gaming system of all time. No, that was the Wii. Oh yeah, that's what I meant to say. The Wii. Yeah, the Wii, the Wii, was, Wii a, was cool. Oh, no. The Wii U was terrible. Yeah, that's my point. But it's almost the same thing. I mean, it has the screen on the controllers. It's just you don't bring the whole thing with you. It doesn't have the portable thing. And also, the most the most popular ever probably gaming system and portable is the Nintendo DS. So well, it's like the Game Boy, just the Game Boy. Yeah, the Game Boy. That's what I mean. Like the so I feel like they're trying to extend their portable market by making their console also portable, but I don't think it's going to work. Well, and I think it's also dumb that the hardware is like the Zelda game does look cool, and supposedly they're making it easier for developers, which is a huge thing. Why the Wii U wasn't popular, I think. But um, uh, like it's ridiculous. It costs like three hundred dollars. And then people are saying like, oh, well, these other things cost that much when they came out. But like, it doesn't matter how much they cost when they came out. You can get a PS4 or Xbox One for like 250 And it's like way more powerful. Way more powerful. Like the, they didn't even like really upgrade. The, the hardware is not that good on the Nintendo Switch. And also they down, um, they like uh, turn down the performance when it's mobile because to save battery. So then the games won't even play the same when it's mobile versus on the screen. I also heard that the, uh, the battery for the mobile portion of the switch, the battery life is not very good either. Yeah. And also the main thing that I think is dumb about a crossover thing, which the Wii U 
actually did well is that I think it's dumb you have to like lose that screen while it's docked. Like the screen is literally covered by like um, the cover thing. Like that's dumb. Like you should just be able to like plug in like the power to it and then use the controller with the two screens just like the Wii U. Because that's a really cool idea, but I don't know why they didn't do that. Here's what I think Nintendo should do. Stop making consoles. <laughs> I know they did release those uh, Android and iOS games. No, it was just iOS. It was the Mario just game. Oh. Yeah, it was the Mario game, and it's a failure. It was a failure. Really? I thought Mario Maker is pretty much the coolest thing Nintendo's made recently. That was the one where you could make your own worlds and play yeah, it? Yeah, and then you could use other people's worlds, and they had like the curated like lists of worlds that other people had made, and they were really cool. It would be awesome if they made a Zelda on PS4 and Xbox and they just did that. I don't... Yeah, I know. It'd be way better. But whatever. They're never going to do it. They're never going to do it. I know. I, you know, the, the whole thing about the uh, consoles is you never make the money on the console anyways. Well, they're making money on the console. That's true because they're selling it for way too much. Way too much. <laughs> yeah. But... Well, nor- well normally like the way wait, the way I remember it, and uh, we're digging digging into the back of my brain here, is that the 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 they don't console makers don't make money on the first like couple years of the console historically, but then they start raking when the components and everything get cheaper and they keep the price kind of similar or a little bit cheaper. They start yeah. making way more money on the tail end of the life cycle. But like the strategy, the problem with this 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 whole Nintendo Switch thing is is like. They released this thing, and apparently there's it's not perfect. But I hear like it has a lot of operating system problems and stuff like yeah. that. It's not a software company. They don't. They're not good with that sort of thing. So, I, I like they still have friend codes and stuff, if I'm not mistaken, which is like yeah, so dumb. I know that's ridiculous. Like they right? they never had the whole social thing down, which was dumb because they made that whole like me parade thing, and I was super pumped when the Wii came out, which I did really like a lot. That you could save your uh, Mii's on your remote that you bring to your friend's house. Like, at first, I couldn't get a, a Wii, and I just got the Wiimote. Like, and I had my guy on it, and I'd go to my friend's house, and you could upload your guy and everything. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That's a good idea. Well, they did it. I know, but <laughs> um, but now, like, they try to get out in front of, like, whatever the next PS4 and the Xbox One was, but then the PS4 and the Xbox One was like, screw everything. We're changing the way we do business with consoles. We're never going to make a different console. We're just going to update and upgrade the thing that we have, like a cell phone. Like, just put in better shit and then release that every two years. Yeah. Like, apparently the Scorpio... This So I didn't buy the latest Xbox Box One S or whatever, like the last year, like this one that came yeah. out for Christmas, because there's going to be this massive upgrade um, to the Scorpio yeah. in this new version of it. And apparently this one's going to be lights out. It's going to be like a game changer in terms of like performance. Um, and also like it's going to have some maybe ARG stuff or AR stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. I just think they're so far. Oh. What was that? Whoa. I think uh, Jeff knocked something over trying to like hang out on the drum set. But uh, trying to give you a backbeat. Ho! Yeah, It'd be funny Do-do-do-do-do. if Jeff like played like you made a joke and Jeff's like do 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 or just fell more. But yeah, no, I don't think it's gonna do very well. Like, I mean, I like Nintendo. Nintendo's awesome, and like, I don't want them to fail. But it's just like I don't think they're just trying to like the Wii worked, and like 
they're trying to do that again, and I don't know if this is going to work. Well, to be fair, since the N64, they've been trying to push... They always have been trying to try something innovative. Yeah. right. They've always tried to push the envelope with whatever their console thing is. It sometimes works, and sometimes it doesn't. Classic examples of things not working? The first 3DS. Virtual Boy. Yeah. Um, Wii U. Like, those are classic examples, but like... Fit, like, but they've had massive successes. Like, game the Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, the DS were all yeah. amazing. Um, Wii was super successful. Super Nintendo and Nintendo. Well, I mean, seriously, those were ridiculous. I know that's like they changed the industry. Yeah. So they've yeah. had so much success, but uh, it's hard to it's hard to imagine. It's hard to imagine that this is going to be in any way, shape, or form a success based off of what we know. I feel like if they can really pivot on, like, if the console part of it sucks and then they just pivot on the mobile part of it, like, maybe it'll work. If they really focus on that it's, like, more mobile, it might be cool. But I think that's about it. Yeah. I, you know, one feature that I thought was kind of neat because they really think people are going to be focusing on this mobile part of it yeah. is that if you are playing, a, like, an older version of the game and I have the newer version of the game... yeah. I could actually send you the patch to update your your game without having to be connected to the internet. I guess that's cool. I mean, it's if it's the only way you could solve for compatibility problems. Yeah. I mean, that's the I've never thought of that. I've never really thought of that before. Where like, you know, like you have two versions of the game because when you're on Xbox, I don't know if, like, I don't know if it's gonna be that relevant with like internet's being so prevalent well it also implies that people are going to be using it as they intend they think people are going to use it yeah. like, i don't think i'm going to be like oh well for sure you want to well i'm going to bring over my switch and and, and we're going to play uh tolero boxer i don't know i just made that but that, i mean that is part of the portability that i think that people would do like like i was saying when i got just the um but why i could just why do i need to leave my house i could just say fresher get online let's play that's true good point good counterpoint they probably made some benefit to being like if they could have some like uh like that game for phones that I've never played, but like where you're running a spaceship with multiple people and you have to like yell at them like, okay, turn the thing on. And it's like you're communicating in real time to make the game be able to sync up. Like and you there'd be no way to do it like separately. Right. That kind of thing would be cool. But or I don't know why like they never came out with a uh, WarioWare, because WarioWare was a sweet game for a Wii. But I they like WarioWare for the Game Boy. Yeah, I feel like WarioWare is... A, like, they have cool games. And then, like, sometimes, like, some of our coworkers were saying, it's kind of worth just for the one Zelda or whatever, but I don't even know. I mean, like, yeah, that game's cool, but it would be, like you were saying, cooler if they just released it for Xbox and PlayStation. Right, because everyone is already an installed base. of the th- They wouldn't make as much money, probably, but whatever. Um, They'd probably make more. Maybe, maybe they would. I don't know. I don't know how much a publisher makes off of a title. But that's um, first party. They could charge like th- if they charge 150 for the game, people would still buy it. Probably. Yeah, I, they they charge super premium for the games. That would be crazy. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if you uh, know this, Fresher. So all right. So long story short, you're not buying the Switch. No. Okay. Either am I. I kind of want it. I kind of like my, my I, know, I kind of want it just the same as I want like all game systems. But then like, I just think about like the cost and like, I'm going to play it for like maybe a couple days and then I'm just going to not get around to it. 
just like I don't want to like use my time playing like the game. Like I bought an Xbox 360 to play uh, Grand Theft Auto and like um, Call of Duty and stuff, and like I barely played it. Like I bought the Xbox Gold and like it would expire by the time I played it again because it had been a year. <laughs> you know so what I mean? Like I try to play every week. I try to. Really play. You can find me on Xbox One Parlance. You can play with me. You can play games with me every Tuesday Ooh, night. There's a shout out. Yeah. Um, so here's I got one of those controllers for the Android. So I have an Android phone. I got one of those controllers. Yeah, and there's, and they have like all of the fan. I love Final Fantasy games, but those games are yeah. like you know maybe twenty thirty hours, maybe even more, depending if you want to do all the side quests and mini games and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. I, and I was thinking like if I have the controller and I have my you know whatever six P or whatever, and I could download. It's like I don't know fifteen to twenty dollars depending on the game. Some of them are like free, but have microtransactions or whatever. Yeah. Like, I could just play that game, and that is the equivalent to me of, like, a Switch at that point. I know, because right? yeah, your phone is probably better hardware, actually. Maybe. And you're getting your phone, like, every, like, it costs more. It's probably, one. it's maybe even possible that Switch is running on Android. Who knows? I know. They were talking about doing something like that, I had heard, yeah. to make it compatible. But, but, yeah, no, I mean, probably your phone has a better hardware in it than the Switch. I'm pretty sure it doesn't have a 4K screen. Probably not. It does. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's, I was. I, it's as long as it's better quality than the Wii U screen, which well, I've I mean, heard, people, which I've heard oh, people describe as slightly better, or if not the same quality as the screen that's from the back of an airplane seat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Wait. Oh, you mean the one on the player? I know. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like super pixelated. Yeah. I thought the Game Boy um like Game Boy DS was like that too, not like very high quality. The Game Boy but well the Game Boy DS, so I had the old the old fat one and then I think I got maybe kind of one of the newer ones, but I never got the 3DS, which apparently the first one was like terrible. Yeah. Um I really love the DS though. My dad got the DS like when it first came out and was pretty pumped about it and like I didn't think it was that cool, and I felt kind of bad not thinking it was that cool because he was really excited. And like, I mean, I mean, he does can do his own thing, but I didn't want to be like, oh yeah, I guess that's cool, because he's like trying to share his excitement about it and like with his kid or whatever, you know. Right. I mean, at the you know, it was I was in college or whatever. But what I was really excited for though was the PSP because that hadn't come out yet. Oh yeah, and it, it was coming out in. Um, I was in Japan at the time, and it was coming out in Japan, and I wanted to get. I was like waited to get it because like I was really excited for that, and it hadn't come out in the U.S. yet either. But PSP was pretty sweet. But then like all told, like the Game Boy like lasted way longer. Like the, overall, it was a better platform. But like, yeah, I, and I, I out, he was gonna that was I told them I wanted the PSP, and like he was like gonna give me the DS, and like I was like oh, but I, I mean I don't really want it. I just want the PSP. <laughs> but I felt really bad because it's like. <laughs> It's kind of the same, but not really. And I was like, oh, it's not that cool, but I don't know. <laughs> I bought the I bought the PSP, the first gen PSP the day it came out. Yeah. And I, I it was it was pretty good. I didn't really end up liking it that much. The game selection was not very good either. Yeah. Um but uh I ended up selling it back, which I never do. You sell it like right away or not what? Not right away, but like maybe after a year, I just was like, I'm done with this. That's the loading cool. times were so bad. It was yeah, just like I got the um 
I like cracked mine or whatever. And so I just got like a 256 meg uh, memory stick thing. And then I just had all the games load off that. Oh, that was probably a better idea because it was so this loading time on those UMDs or whatever, the little, mini- yeah. it was, it looked cool though. They looked really cool. Yeah, they look cool. And uh, you know, I found out much later that the first gen PSPs were actually like a commodity because they were the easiest ones to crack. Yeah, I had the first one too. Yeah, and so like those actually, I sold it back to like Best Buy for like thirty five bucks or something. Yeah, or whatever. Like, and I regretted doing it like pretty much like a month later when I was like, oh yeah, people are selling them used on eBay for like one eighty or one ninety. <laughs> but that, yeah. was, that was really popular. It looked so cool. PSP. I used it to play music and movies like every day. That was my main music player for a long time too. Yeah, I, they had like what was the last PSP they had was pretty interesting. It didn't have any discs. It was, it was like View or something, or yeah, that one was pretty cool. Do they still make PSPs? I don't even know. I I don't think so. I'm pretty sure they stopped. I mean, that was a long time ago. I don't. Let me see PSP. I'm looking it up. Uh, so PSP. Let's see. Hmm. Guess not. Oh wait, here. 80 bucks used. So no, I don't think they have new ones anymore. Because huh. the I last one was like... One, but... The last one was kind of like you had to like have an account with Sony and the only way you could... You, you, couldn't, you only could buy games from the store. Oh, yeah. I was really pumped. I wanted a PS3 for the... Uh, they had that like uh, PlayStation Home where like it's the virtual world and you do all the things. And, but it was like totally bomb. But I was, thought that was super cool. It's like second life. PlayStation Home? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I played that play. I played that home thing. It was a little weird. I know. I thought that was super cool. Because it's basically like GTA, except for, you know, like a social network thing, which I think is you know cool. You know what's weird is I thought the PS4 allowed you to play your PS4 games on your PSP. Yeah. Is that not the case? I thought you were allowed to, like, you could stream your games. I think that we were talking about that streaming thing, too. And what I didn't know, which I think is amazing, and I don't know why I didn't know this, but you can do that on Steam, like, with any PC game. So, like, Steam has that, like, game streaming thing built into the Steam client. And so if you have Steam on your, like, beefy desktop computer, you can play, you can install Steam on your crappy laptop and play it off of your beefy computer, like, with like full graphics, like on your crappy laptop. Did you know that? I didn't I did, know that. I, I didn't even hear what you're saying because I was trying to read about this thing. Say that one more time. Just, so with just with Steam games, when you install the Steam client, yeah, on your like crazy beefy uh, gaming computer with like six graphics cards and whatever on it. What if you? What if you're a vegan? Could you have a non-beefy? It's just. I mean, the beefy ones are the only ones that run good. Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> but anyways, and then you can just stream it to your uh, like crappy laptop or whatever, and you just install the Steam client and it does it. I mean, so that's... Steam client is like has game streaming built in, just like uh, PSP was supposed to, or, and PlayStation is supposed to, because PlayStation bought the company who started that whole thing. Interesting. Didn't know that. But I didn't know that either. That kind of makes me want to set up Steam more. That's a pretty big feature. So apparently there was a the, the one we were talking about was the PSP Go. Yeah. Which was released in 2009. That's still pretty long ago. I know. And then there was a one called the 
PSP Street, which was I never heard of that. Which was a budget-focused model of the PSP, which became available across the PAL region in October 28, 2011, for a hundred euros. Yeah. Uh, unlike previous PSP models, the ETH 1000 did not feature Wi-Fi capabilities and had a matte charcoal black finish, similar to the PSP. It only featured a mono speaker and did not feature a microphone. Who would buy that? Why would anyone buy that? <laughs> yeah, that is dumb. So I guess they don't is make them. Maybe way cheaper? Maybe. I don't know. Well, apparently they never, they, there's no more PSPs. You can't buy them anymore. They're, they're not a thing. Just I'm, I'm on the Wikipedia page now too, and just like Seeing the original PSP like is nostalgic. It's a really cool looking system. I think it was really sweet at the time. Oh, for sure. What year was that? That was like what, 2005, 2004? Uh, it says 2004. Oh, well. Uh, Japan one. Oh, Japan. But in the United States, it was 2007, 2006, March 22nd, 2006. Yeah. So, like, I got it the release day in Japan, 2004. And, like, it. It was way cool. <laughs> it came out two years before the American version? Apparently, yeah. Wow. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's, by the way, folks, for those of you know, that was an Owen Wilson impersonation. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, man, maybe I want to, I was just thinking maybe I should just buy a, a new PSP. I know, I was thinking that also, but I'm not going to because I don't need it. <laughs> but yeah. Switch should just be like PSP. I mean, I guess that's basically what they're going for, but it's just like a different take. PSP was way cooler. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Apparently you can buy PSP, you can buy a PSP 1000 for 20 bucks. That's pretty good. You should just buy one. No. Uh not doing it because it'll just be junk. I'm not going to use it. I already have a I have a Game Gear with like 30 games. A Sega Game Gear. Sega Game Gear. Where'd you get that from? Uh, I've been collecting game consoles that people are getting rid of. Oh, okay. But anyways, I think it's about time to talk about our amazing podcast network. Oh, you told me. Uh, did you? Oh, man. Did you know the Game Gear had a TV tuner? I did. Okay, just checking. I wanted to get that one. I never got it, but I almost did. Fresher, it's funny you mentioned that we are part of a podcast network. Because podcast we podcast network. Oh, are part of a podcast network. It's called the Soon to Be Named Network. If you went to soon to be named network.com or go to STTBN on the Twitter. You can see all of the like-minded yeah. podcasts, much like the aforementioned Puzzle Warriors 3. Long box here. Yeah, aforementioned. Aforementioned? A- not aforementioned. Aforementioned. A-F-O-R-E-M-E-N-T-I-O-N-E-D. Aforementioned. Aforementioned. <laughs> aforementioned 2000. Aforementioned Samurai. Um... We didn't make much jokes this week, Pressure. It was a humorless episode. We're just naturally funny. It was a humorless episode. But anyway, back to our soon-to-be-named network. It's a bunch of like-minded people talking about things. Generally, they're probably uh, white dudes with beards. Probably, generally. (laughs) That's like 90% (laughs) of our network. 
Uh, it's oh, hey, like... I'm in that one. I just realized you're in the minority. I am non-bearded white guy. I know. Um. So anyway, check it out. Uh, comic books, video games, pop culture, uh, atheism. I think that that, that might be the outlier <laughs> of the network. <laughs> is it, the wait, outlier. is there an atheism podcast? Yeah. What's that one called? Uh, profane arguments. Oh, I have heard of that one. Yeah. Yeah. So you could check that out. Uh, Prodigal Sons. There may be some new ones that have got onto the network recently that I haven't paid attention to. I didn't get a massive email. Actually, if anyone's listening who runs the network, let me know if there are some new podcasts in our network. Maybe I should <laughs> listen to them so I could promote them properly. Um, and also, know that our show, Fresher and Parlance, is live every Thursday at nine o'clock on YouTube. Ooh, well played. Um, <laughs> So I think that about does it. This is uh, Parlance saying sayonara, muchachos. Later, taters. <laughs>